This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's that time once again on NFL Sunday. Who's in? Who's out? Impact betting and fantasy for basically every single player. Actives, inactives on You Better You Bet Countdown to Kickoff. All right, we will get back to the line movement coming up momentarily here. Week 13 NFL Sunday. If we get any news on the college football playoff and the teams that will make it, we will bring it to you. We are expecting to find that information out at around 1230 Eastern time next hour. Um, but like the, the markets are being bet right now. Um, and we, we will have a discussion at the end of this hour about what we've seen there. Prop King still to come. Best bet still to come. The underdog money line parlay still to come. Probably not a teaser conversation, you know. Because nothing's in range. So let's get to the actives and inactives with the betting and fantasy breakdown. Let's start in uh, in the Music City with the Colts and the Titans, where we have an update to the report earlier this week on Jonathan Taylor for uh, for Indianapolis, where Taylor was expected to be out two to three weeks with a thumb injury, had like a UCL repair. I don't even know if that's, if that's possible to have. That's what I saw, though. Uh, thumb surgery. Now he's, it's three to five weeks for Jonathan Taylor. So if for whatever reason you're in a league with a bunch of brain-dead people playing fantasy football and Zach Moss is out there, go get him. Because uh, I don't know if Taylor's coming back before the end of the regular season, at least through the fantasy football playoffs. Go get Zach Moss if he's out there. So Zach Moss starts today, obviously, for the Indianapolis Colts. And Traylon Burks is active today for the Titans. Uh, but we haven't seen Burks, obviously, since that Thursday night game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Had a nasty concussion in that game. And Burks, my thought is... First round pick last year. I don't. I'm not expecting a lot from him today in this game. But if he's able to develop a rapport with Will, you'll love it at Levis. They got nothing really going on in this passing game right now, besides for DeAndre Hopkins. Where I actually think Burks could be a factor, both in the prop market and in fantasy football. I'm not. I would not bet anything with him today. We'll talk about this in the prop segment. But like, definitely watch him. Or if you want to like pick him up in a deep league and stash him for the playoffs in case he pops today, and then you've got him moving forward. Like that's a thing that could actually happen today. I'm not going to bet it, but I think in fantasy, you could try and stash Traylon Burks. Chargers and the Patriots. Bailey Zampi will start today for New England. Malik Cunningham uh, will be active in this game for the Patriots. Now, Jeff Howe of The Athletic, and Ken and I talked about this on the show on Friday, tweeted out that Zappi would start and added that the that the expectation is that Mac Jones will not play in this game. And the quote that Jeff Howe used was, unless circumstances change. Which to me means if Zappi's absolutely brutal, like Mac's going to come in in the second half of this game. So I'm not saying that that's like likely to happen. Just that no one be surprised if Zappi stinks it up in the first half. That Mac Jones doesn't start the second half for the New England Patriots just in case people are looking to bet Bailey Zappi props. Pop Douglas is out in this game for the Patriots. I think that helps the Patriots receiver. We'll talk about that in the Prop King segment. Ezekiel Elliott is in for the Patriots. It's like major bye week here. Week 13 in the NFL and in fantasy football. I'm 
starting Zeke in a couple leagues where, like, I need a running back, I think you could do worse than Ezekiel Elliott today. Keenan Allen will play today for the Chargers, had been questionable all week. He's like the one skilled position player, including Eckler, who's not healthy, that you can feel good about in this game today for the L.A. Chargers. Lions and the Saints, Chris Olave, oh, Olave. Despite the concussion, he clears protocol. He's going to play today for the Saints. That's a big deal, considering they're out without Rashid Shahid and Michael Thomas. Chris Olave is going to play today for the New Orleans Saints, and Cam Jordan's going to play on the defensive line. We'll talk about the Saints and the Lions coming up in a couple minutes here with it moved. Falcons and the Jets. Brees Hall will play today. Brees Hall will play for the Jets, as expected, um, and I like that we have it listed on the injury report that Aaron Rodgers is out. Also, he's not going to play this year. We've been trying to tell you that, and all the reports this morning are like, well, actually, he's not going to play. Duh. Uh, Cardinals and the Steelers. Marquise Hollywood-Brown and Trey McBride are both in. They had been questionable. Both are in. Neither guy practiced a lot last week and still got a ton of targets. I think you can start both of them in fantasy and play overs if you like them in the prop market. Hollywood and McBride both in. Michael Wilson out for Arizona. Who does that help? Flame on the human Dorch, Greg Dorch, who sees a ton of targets from Kyler while Michael Wilson's out. And for the Steelers, they get Minka Fitzpatrick back in the back end of their defense. Dolphins and the Commanders. Devon Achan returns to the lineup today. He is in for Miami. It's my expectation that he will split carries with Raheem Mostert. Broncos and the Texans. Good news for Houston. Dude, we're we're betting on Dell. Or will we? We'll find out next uh, next hour. Tank Dell is in, as is Noah Brown for C.J. Stroud. Dalton Schultz out for the Houston Texans, their pass-catching tight end. Who replaces him? Brevin Jordan. Will we bet Brevin Jordan anytime touchdown? You're goddamn right we will. That's coming up next hour. Dalton Schultz out. Tank Dell and Noah Brown in. Panthers and the Buccaneers. So that's the 1 o'clock games. That's what we do know for sure. Here's what we think we know for the games coming up later today. Panthers and the Bucks. Really good injury report for Carolina. Bad injury report for Tampa. We'll find out what that meant for the line in a second. Devin White, Jamel Dean, Levante David, all out for Tampa. J.C. Horn, C.J. Henderson, Jeremy Chin, all in for Carolina and the back end of their defense. Baker Mayfield is expected to start for Tampa with his ankle injury, and Chris Godwin's expected to play as well today. We won't find out until a little later, but Godwin is expected to go for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Browns and the Rams. Joe Flacco starts for the concussed Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Amari Cooper going to play. Miles Garrett also expected to play, and Cooper Cup's going to play also. Can you do something today, Cooper? What the hell's this guy ever done? except for one Super Bowl MVP. Niners and the Eagles, Dallas Goddard, doubtful, very unlikely to play, which means Devontae Smith, the rocket ship, continues to rise. He always sees more targets when Dallas Goddard's out. Receiving yards prop, in my opinion, laughably low for Devontae Smith. And then the Chiefs and the Packers on Sunday Night Football. Aaron Jones is out for Green Bay. A.J. Dillon is in for the Green Bay Packers. It looks like Green Bay will have both Jaden Reed and Ontravian Wicks in the receiving core. We won't find out till later. And for the Chiefs, Jarek McKinnon out behind Isaiah Pacheco. Clyde Edwards E. Lair will be the number two running back today for the Chiefs behind the aforementioned Isaiah Pacheco. And those are the actives and inactives and the betting and fantasy impact coming up week 13. NFL Sunday. Uh, Kenny, let's bring the music back up here for it moved. And Ken, let's hit a couple more games here to wrap up our number one. Let's go to that Buccaneers-Panthers game. Um, I got a text from a friend earlier this morning. Like, what the hell is happening with the point spread here? I was like, well, it's, I think it's like, probably like a lot of injury stuff here. Plus, like, the uh, the coach bounce maybe also with Frank Wright gone and Chris Tabor in. Gone! Uh, what do you have for us here with the Panthers and the Buccaneers in Tampa? Yeah, it certainly is a jarring market to look at if you would, like, check the point spreads on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then, like, woke up this morning and be like, oh, I wonder how everything's changed. 
wait, what? Like, what are the t- what are the Buccaneers favored by? How little are they favored in the game? Uh, they opened most places a six and a half point favorite in this game. And that was quickly bet down to five and a half. So this was like six, seven days ago. And we were sitting like Tampa five and a half, Tampa five. We would have people on the show and they'd say, oh, you know, like a one week bounce from a new coach. We certainly saw that, you know, uh, that dynamic with the Las Vegas Raiders. When Josh McDaniels was fired, Antonio Pierce takes over. Everyone says the Raiders locker room was way happier. They go out, they beat the New York Giants by about a billion to nothing. So like it it has happened. It has happened historically totally understand that uh yeah i think injuries are honestly the guiding principle for most of this stuff though tampa is going to be without a ton of defensive guys there's a good chance the panthers get back some guys um so just like that that's guided the market throughout the week like if you're like well why did carolina get bet the last 48 hours optimism that some guys would play uh so tampa currently a three and a half point favorite but it's worth noting that this has gone to three in a few places like heavily juiced toward tampa so just a ton of line movement in the direction <laughs> a ton of line movement in the direction of like the worst team in the nfl honestly like they they've been getting bet the most of any team this week it's one of the things that makes nfl betting really funny that i can say that and like that kind of makes sense when you hear who's going to play and not play in the game tampa three three and a half total has gotten bet down a little bit to 36 and a half the total in the market right now and for me now the question becomes with this line movement do i want to bet tampa or not That's my decision. We'll talk about our bets coming up uh, a little less than an hour from now. Best bets to close the show. Ken, let's go to this Lions-Saints game where the Saints getting like a couple pieces of injury news that like quite frankly on Friday, I don't think a lot of us thought were possible. Chris Olave, their best receiver is going to play. Cam Jordan, like their longtime like anchor on the defensive line is going to play. What do we have here? Anything cook inside in total Lions on the road at the Saints? This market has been really, really stable for the most part. Uh, and we'll remember, like, so I think Nick did a good job there giving you the injury stuff. We'll remember also, like, this is <laughs> the last time the Lions played football was still that Packers game. I know it seems impossibly long ago because, like, that was obviously Thursday of last week, uh, 10 days ago that they just played. But, like, they're coming off a terrible game. And I think a lot of people, especially when you have a good coach, like to buy a team off a terrible game. But, like, is, is that what this is going to be? So the, the Lions opened about three, three and a half on the road. In this game, this was quickly bet up to four and in some places four and a half. And then despite those actives for the Saints that you read, like Lions are still holding as a four point favorite in this game. Obviously, the playoff implications here are massive. Uh, Saints competing with Atlanta and to a lesser extent, Tampa Bay for the NFC South. Wild card positions in the NFC are all completely up for grabs. New Orleans definitely has a shot at those. And the Lions looked like they had like a really strong grip on not just the NFC North title, but also maybe a chance at the one seed or at least really high playoff positioning. That's all kind of in question now as other teams start winning and they're not playing particularly well right now. So actually like a really, really important game for the Lions too. I don't think they're nearly as safe, I think, as as people necessarily thought a couple weeks ago. All right, so that is the, uh, that's the Lions and the Saints. Ken, a game that we've talked about a lot this week in terms of line movements, and the question that we've had to ask is like, do you think the Pittsburgh Steelers have kind of evolved into something different now? They hashtag blamed right. Canada, had a million yards of offense last week. Didn't translate into points, but they did cover against Cincinnati. What's happening here? Steelers hosting Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, the Steelers, uh, I think, you know, people uh, probably followed that story where they fired Matt Canada, probably saw the stat over 400 yards in a game. They hadn't done that in like 50 games, did that last week. And it's like, oh, ha, 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 Canada was so bad. The offense has clearly turned a corner. I think it's just one of those classic situations where it's a really tough call. You have one game to go off of, one game. And it's like, do you feel confident enough it's a thing? 
that you want to bet over or them to cover or them to win by margin, which you would never bet the Steelers to do normally in any of these kind of games. This has always been a brutal Mike Tomlin situation. But like if the offense is much better, maybe you don't feel bad laying the points. And then on the other hand, are you so convinced it's not a thing? Like you're like, oh, like classic markets overreacting to stuff that you want to come in and play the under or play Arizona to keep the game close thinking, Hey, look, that was one game against a bad Cincinnati Bengals defense. Didn't, didn't have to be that way. doesn't have to be a predictive of how we're going to see the Steelers the rest of the year. Always tough to have only one game and not, and not really know how to read, especially a division game against a terrible quarterback. So um, market on this game is held uh, on a point spread standpoint. Steelers have been six and a half basically the whole week. The total for what it's worth got bet up right at open but has basically just stayed the same number. So it opened 39, got that up to 40 and a half, 41. This was a long time ago. Uh, and it's basically held at that number. So Steelers a big favorite today. Not something you don't normally see because of who they're playing. And there has been some bullishness in betting their offense. Do you, uh, do you find yourself getting pretty excited for the, the playoff reveal coming up next hour? Well, like 40 minutes away yeah. from it. I'm basically spending like half my brain doing the show and the other half like checking the make miss markets and thinking about like what the point spreads would be depending on who made it or not. Uh, and we, did, we didn't really update those markets. Maybe we'll do it at the start of next hour. Yeah, let's they do keep, it. They keep moving. They keep moving. And, and, <laughs> and I think, did you did you make the same bet that I made? And we can talk about it at the start next yeah, hour. Yeah, for a couple bucks. Yeah, just because like playing to uncertainty, why not? All right, so on the other side, uh, to begin hour number two, we'll talk more about the college football playoff, of the odds for schools to make it. Uh, Prop King still to come, best bet still to come. Countdown to kickoff rolls on right after this.